Hello, I'm Jeremy Pearsons. Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory. Now, all this week, we've been learning from my grandfather, Kenneth Copeland, how to build our faith. Why? So we can live a better life, a stronger life, more fulfilling life, and a new year has started. And with that, of course, we know comes new opportunities and new challenges. So what do you do? You look to God for the answers. And all of those answers can be found in Jesus and in His Word. So, right now, let's join Brother Copeland for today's Bible lesson and learn together how speaking faith-filled words bring the things that God has promised to become reality in your life. Faith-filled words dominate the laws of sin and death. For the law of the spirit of life, that's the law of faith, for the law of the spirit of life. You want to finish it for me? Made me free from the law of sin and death. So the law of the spirit of life, the law of faith, faith-filled words dominate the law of sin and death. Hallelujah. Isn't that just about the most exciting thing you can think of? Everything bad is under the law of sin and death. It's under the curse. All sickness, all disease. And then the apostle Paul wrote in the 12th chapter of the book of Romans. God has dealt to every man, every born again child of God, the measure of faith. Hallelujah. You have a measure of mountain removing faith on the inside of you. You have a measure of, of planet creating faith. The very, turn to the book of Hebrews. Glory to God. First, in the book of Hebrews, let's look there in the very first chapter. God, who had sundry times in a different manner spoken times past to the fathers by the prophets, hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things. Well, glory to God, we're joint heirs with him. What does that say to you? We own everything. <laughs> Woo, glory to God. By whom also he made the worlds who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, upholding all things by the word of his power. Amen. Now look at the 11th chapter of the book of Hebrews. And fasten your seatbelt. Hebrews chapter 11 now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, for by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. It was not made out of nothing. It was made out of something you cannot see. It was made with the spiritual force of faith. Glory to God. We live in a word of faith, a word of faith, created universe. He believed it in his heart and said it with his mouth. 
And the Spirit of God was moving on the face of the deep. The Spirit of God was moving and nothing was happening. Nothing could happen until the faith substance was released. And faith is released in God's words. That book you have in your lap, a copy of the two dynamic blood covenants, that those words are filled with God's faith. Just as much as the words when he spoke them and said, light be, the light was. Amen. Isn't that right? Isn't that so? Amen. God's always moving. The great and mighty spirit of the living God is always moving. He's never static. But now if something's not happening in your life, strong possibility, you're not giving him anything to work with. Faith-filled words. He's moving. He's the agent. And all the angels work for him. He's the Lord of hosts. Lord of the Sabaoth. Amen. Those angels are ready. But you're going to have to say something. And you're going to have to say it in faith. Hallelujah. So we live in... Well, let's... Look at it again. Go back to that 11th chapter of Hebrews and put your eyes on this one more time. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things, say things, things which are seen were not made of things which appear. I've heard people say he created it out of nothing. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Faith is the substance. It's not nothing. It's just something you can't see. Spiritual force. So, we cannot change. This is the reason why the fundamentals of faith are so vitally important. We cannot change the fact. Nobody can. Every human being breathing on this planet today, billions of us, every one of us live and are dominated. We live in a word-created, word-upheld environment. This universe is word created and word upheld. Faith is the key ingredient that brings love's desire for this planet to pass. Does Jesus heal you because you have faith? Now, it's necessary to have faith, but he heals you just because he loves you. He's the God that wants everything for you. More than you can see any way to use. Abundantly supplied. He said, I came 
that you might have life and have it more abundantly. How abundant is that, Jesus? More abundant. You mean that? Yeah, more than that. Well, about, yeah, more than that. Well, what about, oh yeah, more than that. Well, yeah, yeah, more than that. Hallelujah. Every human being on the planet lives in a word, faith, created universe and atmosphere. We live in a word upheld, faith created universe. The laws that govern this universe are the laws of words. Words are the most important thing. Words were not created primarily for communication. Words were primarily created for power release. That's the way Adam was supposed to have controlled this planet. But he lost it and had to, he, he came down out of the level of light down into the natural realm, which is just below the speed of light. That light line, he used to operate on both sides of the light line, like God. Amen. Amen. Now your spirit, you were born again. You are a child of the light, born of the light. And we have and wear the armor of light. That's light energy. Amen. You, uh, you should have gotten more excited Amen. about it. Than that. That's the most powerful thing there is. All material, all natural things. The molecular structure of that bench and all, all natural things is, is moving. It's vibrating all the time, very rapidly. But it's still below the speed of light. Any material or natural thing were to come beyond the speed of light, it would disappear. It would be in the light realm or in the realm of the spirit. Angels, let, let's say, for instance, people that are in heaven right now. I have family there, so do you. They do not have physical natural bodies, but they don't know it. Now, they know they don't, but they have no sensation of not having a body because they're Spirit to spirit is firm. An angel and a born-again new creature in heaven can feel one another. But now there's angels in this room right now. I have one that works with me all the time, 100% of the time. There are people that have seen him. And... Um, but I can't, I, I, I can't feel his presence. I know he's here and I know what he's doing. But I, I have spirit to flesh is not firm. Amen. 
he can't feel me. And I certainly can't feel him. He can see me and I can't see him. He does have an advantage. Amen. But now, Jesus lives in a glorified human body, a flesh body. Now, I, we're going to get something in. Listen to me carefully. He said, he sat down and he ate. He ate food. Yes. And he said, handle me. A spirit hath not flesh and bone as you see me have. No blood. All of his blood is in the heavenly mercy seat in the heavenly holy of holies. Forever. Amen. That's enough to light your candle right there, brother. Hallelujah. See, Jesus, now, now follow me here. He's like Adam was before he fell. He was not an immortal man. He was an eternal man created to live forever. And just continually to cellular reproduce forever. And he lived above the light line. To him, flesh to spirit was firm. To Jesus, spirit to spirit is firm. Spirit to flesh is firm. He can shake hands with you. You can see him and feel his touch. Amen. Amen. He can shake hands with an angel and see him and feel his touch. Amen. He's a glorified human man. Amen. That's where we're headed. Amen. The next step is the great resurrection. That's where faith is taking us. And now we're going into 2020, a year of uh, a great change and, and great visions and, and, and insights and dreams. Praise God. And there, we're going to have instances and, and times when we step across that light line in, in a dream or in, in, a, in an open vision and step across that line. Now, what happens when an angel is given an assignment? They're spirit beings. This, this room full of angels right now that you can't see. But when they slow down below the speed of light, suddenly you could see them. In order to communicate with us. And... I dare say most every one of us in here, because of the scripture, have entertained angels unaware. And didn't know they were angels. Oh yes. You getting anything out of this? Yes. 
Well, I am. I'm learning as much as you are (laughs) while flowing in this flow. So this is the reason why the fundamentals of faith are so vital and so important. And it's so important to learn how to, to walk in these fundamentals, believe it in your heart and say it with your mouth. That puts our spirit being operating up, up in that light area. The entrance of his word giveth light. Now, it's not just talking about insight. That's good. Insight is powerful. And that is part of the anointing. We're not just, and that's good. I'm not, I'm not putting that down. That's part of it. But what I'm talking about is light energy. I'm talking about the most powerful thing that the earth has anything to do with it. Light energy. Laser. Light amplified. That's what laser stands for. It's an acronym for amplified light. And it is so powerful material things can't stand up under the power of it. And it's on the inside of you and me. Living and walking by faith. What do you think miraculous healing is? See, healing, healing is a, is a physical process. Somebody breaks a bone, put it in a cast, you know, reset the thing. What is it? Four, six weeks and it's mended. The process doesn't change. But the anointing a manifestation of light, energy, that process happens in seconds instead of weeks. And the more we learn and the more we walk and live by faith and understand and have working knowledge of the fundamentals of faith and we learn not to short circuit the thing by calling things that are the way they are and crying and round about and squalling around about things, trying to change things with your emotions and it doesn't work. Well, I didn't much think it's going to work anyway. Well, at least you had one thing, right? <laughs> no, that's the reason these fundamentals are so important. Now, what is the next fundamental of faith? It'll not work in an unforgiving heart. Why? Unforgiveness is darkness. We're dealing with light energy, not the dark side. We just hit pay dirt right there. It's not just because God didn't want us to act ugly. He's giving us laws. He, he, he would, he would love if it worked. It just won't work. It just doesn't work. And the more you learn, the more highly qualified you are to walk in power, the less you can get away with. It's time to grow up. It's time to quit being so touchy. 
It's time to walk in love. Faith will not work in an unforgiving heart. Abraham's blessing cannot be received with Thomas's faith. Faith calls things that be not as though they were. Faith demands corresponding action. Faith without works or corresponding action is dead being alone. Let's close with the book of James, please, if you'll turn there. Oldest book in the New Testament, written by the half-brother of Jesus. That's the reason the book of James is so filled with just wonderful wisdom. Glory to God. He was raised in the household with Jesus and saw him live and walk by faith. In the the book of James, chapter 1, verse 22 Be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. If any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he's like a man beholding his natural face in a glass. For he beholdeth himself and goes his way and straight ray forgets what manner of man he was. Now why? Why? How can you look in? Everybody everybody in this place looked in the mirror today. I dare say there's not a soul in this place that didn't look in a mirror at least once today. Now, tell me the length of your nose. Inches or centimeters? Either one. Millimeters? (laughs) Why? You never have decided to find out how long it is. If you ever measure it, you will never forget it. <laughs> Probably because I pulled this on you, some of you will go home and measure your nose. <laughs> About two inches long, wouldn't you say? It's exactly two inches long. Because <laughs> I measured it. I wanted to be the one that did it. But see, I had to have reason to measure it. I had to make a decision. I'm going to see when I look in that mirror, I'm going I'm to see something specifically. When you go to the mirror of the word, you go to it with a specific design in your heart, in your mind. I'm going to act on this thing. This is final authority in my life. Whatever it says I am, I am. Whatever it says I can do, I can do it. Whatever it says I have, I have it. It's mine. Now that makes it come alive to me. It's no longer just a religious book. Now, glory to God. It has become the testament It is the last will and testament of Jesus of Nazareth. Some of you need to go to the reading of the will. That's what churches should be. That's where you go to read the will on Sundays and find out 
what belongs to me. Come on. I said, come on. He's the only man to ever write a perfect will. Die. Raise from the dead and become the judge and probate his own will. And he's our Lord. And everything in there belongs to us. Oh, dear Lord Jesus. And that's what we're doing tonight. We've been talking about the will and what belongs to us in that will. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.